I'm Jess Connolly, and you are listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. We exist to equip and encourage kingdom women who are using their God-given gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. If you are a mom, a student, an artist, a doctor, we are hoping that this episode will leave you encouraged and ready to run. We're so glad you're here. Let's go. Welcome to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. I have made a preparation mistake at the top of this episode. Hi, I'm Jess Connolly. I'm Anna. And we are a part of Go and Tell Gals. And we're in the middle of a series called Life Planning for Real Women. Today's episode is on preparation, prepping, preparing. Which... Which wardrobe I've, you I've did done not. bad today. I wore a windbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> not a good idea when you're recording a podcast. Okay, I want to ask this question at the top. Anna, you are a very chill girl. Yeah, I like to think so. I would say laid back isn't the right word, but composed. Oh, thank you. You're very composed. Is there anything that you lose your composure about? In a happy way or in a sad way? Happy way when the Jonas Brothers release new music. Oh, um, that's true. <laughs> there, there is there is no chill when that happens. <laughs> Don't even get me started. If they announce a tour, oh, I will gosh. Just, I can't wait. That's like that. That's like the like T Swift concert mania. Yeah, yeah. Also, like if I have a big trip. Like I, I have no chill about a trip. Okay. Like I am gonna, I'm gonna get my outfits laid out in advance. I'm, let's be honest, yeah. I'm probably gonna buy like ninety percent new outfits <laughs> that I, I don't need. But like for whatever reason, vacation Anna yeah, needs yeah. a different wardrobe. I feel it. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure there are probably things that I, okay, I'm not chill about. But you're too, pretty but. still chill, which is interesting because on the podcast we talk about how we're not breezy, but you're not breezy, but you are composed. Thank you. I'll take that. That sounds great. Well, you can receive that. (laughs) I'm asking you this question because I have learned something about myself. Did I think I was composed before? No, I did not, in fact, think I was composed. But when I listened to last week's episode of Life Planning for Real Women, I just listened to the episode to tune in, see how it sounded, hear what the people were hearing. Listener's experience. And I was devastated to find (laughs) that I sounded like an wild animal on drugs. (laughs) No, I sounded disturbed. I, I was really embarrassed for myself. (laughs) I was like, life planning, life planning is great. I love life planning. I want to plan your life. Let's do it. Plan life. I love a plan, plan, blah, blah, blah. I was crazy. It sounded a little bit like you were listening to it at like 1.1 speed, but that, but that's all. If you guys listened to last week, so many words out. If you thought that my audio was sped up, it was not. That was me. <laughs> that was just me talking. So today, I'm going to come to you like this. No, you're not. I'm going to work on it. No, you're not. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> today, because here's the real truth. I'm more excited about preparation than I am about anything else. And I believe... I can't do, do that <laughs> I believe that how you prepare for your life could change the game for you. So we're going to get ready to hop into today's episode. We have no chill, but we're going to try to talk slower than last week. Why don't you just talk faster and then I'll sound more normal? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take a deep breath. We're ready. 
Let's go. All right, friends. Today's episode, Life Planning for Real Women, comma, preparation, is for my friends who are always late. This is also for my friends who are often overwhelmed. Today's episode is for my gals who find themselves often let down after an event and for the ones who struggle to be present. So if any of those describe you, we're so glad you're here. And if you are listening to this episode and you have a friend, what I want you to do is I want you to screenshot. If you have a friend who is always late or if you have a friend who constantly finds herself overwhelmed or like let down or frustrated that a a situation is over or like not even noticing that something happened because she's never present. I want you to screenshot this and just on your little phone. And I want you to text it to her and say like, I love this podcast episode so much. I think you'd like it too. I'm not at all being passive aggressive. Okay. Also, if you received this episode from a friend, it doesn't mean that you're the late one, but you could be. Yeah. Maybe just... Maybe just open the ears and (laughs) receive whatever God has for you here. So I want to do a tiny asterisk about being late, okay? So something that we talk about in our office that at least two of us are the kind of girls who seem like we're late but never are, and that's me and Emily. Do you get this vibe about us? Have you heard us talk about this? Mm -mm. Well, I said it about Emily first, and then I was like, but actually, I kind of feel like I have that vibe too. Like, I seem like I come in late, but like really... I've been thinking about getting there on time for two days. Do you feel that? Or are you like, no, Jess, you're late? <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, okay, let me say this. I'm just always very on time. You so are very just, on time. As it pertains to lateness and on timeness, it's a sliding scale, right? Yeah. Because absolutely. in some relationships, I'm the person who's always on yeah. time. And in some scenarios, I'm the person who's always on time. With work, I feel like I have some arbitrary time shifting. Like I feel really comfortable being the one saying like, I'm going to start that 15 minutes later. That's fair. Because it's kind of mine to start 15 minutes later. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I'm the one recording the podcast, if I'm the one, you know, blah, 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 blah. Reading the meeting. Right. I feel a little bit okay being like, okay, we're going to take a deep breath. You know, if I'm not in charge, which is many areas in my life, I don't feel like I can be late. Let me give you an example. I've never been late to a workout class ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to show up. I respect the start time. But what I'm telling you is this is not a passive aggressive podcast for all the people in my life who are late, but it is me coming toward them with compassion and saying, I think I could help you. Yeah. And I think you'll feel better. But again, it's not just about being late to things. It's for those of you who are like, I don't ever think about an event before I get there. And then either the people overwhelm me or the actual event overwhelms me or how I feel and didn't think I'd feel overwhelms me or what happens or the noise. Again, it's for those of us who like get overwhelmed and kind of have to retreat. All of these, I pray, are going to be tools that help you be more present. So I just want to say right up front, why does it matter that we prep well for our lives? For me, the number one answer is that preparation and preparing for our lives helps us be more present. And I just don't want to live like asleep and I don't want to live distracted and I don't want to live my whole life being like, oh my gosh, what happened to February? Who even knew where it went? I want to know where February went. I want to have had my eyes wide open to it. So the number one reason I would say it matters is because preparation makes us more present. The other reason I just want to say is because I do feel like it helps us love people well. Yeah. 
You know, I feel like it helps us love us well, Mm -hmm. our own souls well, but I also feel like it helps us love other people well, whether that's our kids or our spouses or the people we work with, et cetera. The other huge banner over this episode that we need to talk about is this. And this is actually, I want to hear from you, but I actually think people don't know this. (laughs) You need margin and you need preparation time built into your life. I feel like you and I have definitely had a conversation about this before, but there are people who would say, okay, if I have a meeting at 1030 online, let's say it's on Zoom. If I have a meeting at 1030 on Zoom, I'll open my laptop at like 1028. And that feels fine for me. But they're not thinking about how long it's going to take to open Zoom and where they're going to find their notes and do they want a cup of coffee before. Mm-hmm. And so they're always about seven minutes late and confused about what what's if you happening. Open Zoom and it gives you it that needs weird to message update. about yeah. needing to update. Yeah. Or maybe some of you guys, and again, coming toward you with a ton of compassion, that like you always underestimate how long it takes to get dressed or how long it's going to take you to post on social media or how long it's going to take you to drive somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then I would say there are women like you and I who maybe overestimate that. And and I would even say my fam, what my family would say is I overestimate it to like our detriment because I'll take things off our schedule and off our plate because I'm like, sorry, we don't have the time. We yeah, can't do that. Yeah. We can't do seven things. Yeah. And then they'll be like, well, we actually can. Yeah. Yeah. I like my life follows that meme that's been circulating about once you reach a certain age, you can only have like one activity planned a day. Like it's like if you have a doctor's appointment at a certain time, there's nothing else. Nope. Or if you have a dinner with a nope. friend scheduled, nope. there's nothing else. Because 100%. for me to plan for it well, right. I need to have some margin in there. 100%. And some of that is pregnancy too, which I keep telling you, I think you need to give yourself a big dose of grace about. Because you're planning for two also. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. You need margin. I'm just going to tell you across the top, probably for most of us, we need to start building time into our schedules to transition well, to transition our minds, to transition our hearts and our emotions, but most often to transition our bodies. Like our bodies just need transition time. And so last week I had a few of you, I hope many of you do a time audit. And if you did that, I wonder if you noticed this. I wonder if you noticed that like you might have assumed like, oh, I'll be done with my exercise at 9.30 and I'll start, you know, work right at 10. And then you realize like, oh, I actually need to like change or shower or make a smoothie, et cetera. So you need margin. But to figure out what kind of margin you need, I really just have four questions I want to encourage you to ask. So I'm going to go through these. And then maybe as we go, Anne, you just tell me if you have any thoughts about these. Okay. Here's the first question that I think is going to change many of our lives. If we'll actually ask it before days, before events, before trips, just before our week even sometimes. And that is number one, how do you want to feel when this is over? How do you want to feel when this is over? Another alternate version of this question is, how do you think you'll feel when this is over? And now I want to start right here with our emotions because I think that when we prepare again, sometimes we think about our bodies or sometimes we think about life hacks or schedules or clothes or food, et cetera, but we don't think about our emotions and they're often taking a lot of our energy as we catch up to how we're feeling and as our brains catch up. So let's just start 
at this week. Like this is actually, you and I are in this like really interesting transition, pivotal season. You're going on maternity leave soon. How do you think you'll feel or how do you want to feel after this week is over? I want to feel at peace. Yeah. I want to feel like confident. I love that. Yeah. Thanks for being so vulnerable right there. I'm in an interesting, like the next few weeks are big transition weeks. And by that, I just mean they're not going to be normal weeks for us at all. Like we're transitioning into a new season, but we're never going to live a week. New team members kind of starting, like other team members leaving. 100%. New project starting. Shifting, yes. shifting. No. Yes, we're moving the office. <laughs> oh, deep breath. We're going to leave feeling peaceful and confident. We are peaceful and confident. <laughs> How I want to leave this week is I want to leave feeling obedient mm-hmm. and free. Mm-hmm. Both. I want to feel obedient. Like I did what God asked me to do. I checked the boxes that I was supposed to check, mm-hmm. but also that I was free from the obligation of the things I wasn't supposed to check. Yeah. I want to invite you to start asking this question, like maybe in your journal at the beginning of a day, or maybe with a spouse or a friend at the beginning of the week. Ask it before a big trip. Honestly, if you want to stop feeling disappointed on your vacations, ask this question of your family, even your kids at the beginning of a trip. How do we want to feel when this is over? Mm -hmm. What do we want to have said we did? How can we live into that and adjust that? So the number one question for preparation is asking, How do you want to feel when this is over? Here's your second question. This one is heavy on the leadership side. And that is, how do you want other people to feel? How do you want other people to feel? Now, listen, I believe if by grace through faith, you walk with God, you're a daughter of the king, you know, how you interact with him and experience the world, all of that matters. It's not like you're just some cog in a wheel and you have to take care of everybody else. But I also know that because you're listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast, you're a leader. Many of you are mothers. You are friends. You are spouses. You are partners. And the way that you show up for other people also has a huge impact on how you experience your day. And so I want to just say right here that it can be really important to ask this question in preparation. After I encounter people, how do I want them to feel? How I almost always answer this question and feel convicted is I want them to feel like I paid attention. Mm -hmm. And I would say in the question of like late, overwhelmed, let down, none of those are my struggle, but being present is my struggle and like multitasking is is a struggle. And so I have to be so crazy intentional. And it's interesting how it shows up with just certain people in my life. Like I'll just talk about my kids, my teens. I don't know that any of them want me to be more present in their life. (laughs) We're good, mom. And this is kind of just a teen mom thing. Like they're all like, get out my grill, take a step back. But my nine-year-old, my 10-year-old, he just turned 10. Like when I go to bed at night, if I feel regret about the day, it's most often about him. Like, did I see him? Did I laugh at his jokes? Did I take my AirPods out when he was talking to me because I was doing the dishes? Just did I like look full on at him? But also with my husband, Nick and I had a conversation a few months ago where he said like, hey, I'm kind of constantly calling you to check in on you during the day. And I was like, I know. Yeah, I love that. And he was like, I need that back. Mm -hmm. I need you to call and check on me and just say like, hey. And he's like, not because you feel like you have to, but just because you want to check in with me. And so even on the way here from my workout class 
to the, driving to the office. That is something I would have never done for years. I would have just enjoyed the quiet, you know? And now when I'm transitioning, I just try to like touch base with him because I want him to feel seen and checked in on. But I also think about this a ton going into church. How do I want people to feel after I see them? Do I want them to feel seen? Do I want them to feel encouraged? Do I want them to feel empowered? And how can I live into that with the way that I show up for them? And again, I'm not harping on the late stuff, but I will say for those of us who have kind of written this banner over our life, like I'm always late. If you want people to feel important, leaving enough margin to meet them on time is a big way you can do that. Yeah. You know, and honoring their time in that way. For sure. Yeah. That's good. How do you want others to feel? Amen. I'll tell you what, I want you to feel peace and confident. Is that what you said Uh at the end of this week? I'm going to be living into that in Jesus' name. All right, question number three. This one's simple. And this one, honestly, if you just take the time to ask it, you're going to know all the answers to it. But what do you need? What do you need? So going into a day, going into a week, going into a trip, going into an important moment, going into a family night, going into anything. What do you need? What are the specifics of what you need? So this for me is some of the just like cornerstones of, do you need to charge your phone? You probably do. (laughs) You probably do need to charge your phone. Maybe just asking the question, what do I need? Are you going to need some water before you go to that workout class? In the workout class? In the workout class. (laughs) Do you need, what are some other examples of just thinking through what you need on a day-to-day basis? Is there a certain journal or calendar that you're going to need to have with you? Do you need a pen before you go into church? Because you're always finding yourself asking for one to take notes. This is like a highly logistical thing, but something I think through is, are you going to need to wash your hair? You know, I don't wash my hair every day. Yeah. And if I'm going to do that before an event or before something, I need to buffer time in to do that. Listen, this is a shout out right now for our free (laughs) webinar on May 1st, which we are having. You need to mark your calendar. You can sign up in the show notes of this podcast. In the free webinar, I'm going to talk through planning your weeks and planning your days. And you are going to find out that I for sure right in my calendar when I'm going to wash my hair. I know I'm going to shower every night, but I have to schedule when I'm going to wash my hair. A hundred percent. That's a great one. When do you need to wash your hair? Don't be surprised by that. No, no, don't, don't, don't let that sneak up on you because you know that takes some extra time. Don't let us sneak up on you. That's going to make you be late if you do that last minute. So good. You you cannot, you cannot hair wash really nilly. Yeah. An easy one here that a lot of people are going to be like, oh, I take this too far. And then some people are going to be like, not for me is grocery planning, meal planning. Mm -hmm. You and I talk about this a good bit about what's right for what different seasons. When in my season with six people in my house, grocery planning is a science. I always know what we're going to eat. I always know what what the kids are going to have for lunches. And I always know we're going to prep the meals because we just don't have a lot of margin to do it. But I've told you when I was in the season you're in, like about to have my first baby. And even after having my first baby, it actually was sometimes more affordable to just go to the grocery store every day. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Also even like energy wise, there have been many times where I've been like, I'm crushing it Sunday afternoon. I do all my grocery shopping. I get all my stuff. And then like Monday night or Tuesday night rolls around and I am way too tired to cook that nice dinner that I bought all the ingredients for. Yeah. And then, you know, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck. A hundred percent. I don't, for me, it's not forever to to be in like a reactive mode like this, but 
It's what's working in this moment. And you're definitely saving more money if you're not wasting food. So it's, you know, it's like, I think it's just determining what works for your season Mm -hmm. and not letting anybody else's preparation become like a guide. But really, again, going to these questions and saying, how do I want to feel when this is over? Mm -hmm. How do I want other people to feel when this is over? What do I need? And maybe even with an asterisk there of what do I need in this season? Because that's going to shift and that's going to change. Yeah. Okay, this is my favorite preparation question. And I think, again, it has the capacity to change the world. I would also say this is my superpower. This is the one I excel the best at. So my last question is, what do you want? What do you want? What I'm asking this, I'm really asking like, what's going to help you enjoy your day? What's going to help you enjoy this week? I know in the name of Jesus, you're going to love, you're going to lead, you're going to work, you're going to serve, you're going to press in, you're going to do hard things. I know that about you. I know that about me. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do stuff that I don't super love doing, but I'm going to do it because it's obedient to God. And I'm going to do some things that I love doing that are very difficult. So I want to ask the question, what do I want? as I'm doing all of those things? How can I experience abundance and delight? And I'm not saying excess. I'm not saying like, you know, do I want a new pair of earrings every week? But I'm saying, what is going to make me be able to show up and feel awake and alive to my life in a way that makes me enjoy it? So I'll give you a few of my examples. And I foreshadowed this last week. I told you guys, for example, I'm the Mr. Rogers. I'm a hardcore Mr. Rogers in our office. If you're old enough to remember Mr. Rogers, he would come in from outside. He would sit down. He would change his shoes. He would sometimes change his sweater. Often. Often. He would typically hang it up in the closet. Pretty much. Yeah. And what I do almost every day when I come into the office is that after I have exercised before I come into the office, I change my watch band. I change my shoes. I keep a set of toiletries here in the office, which was a super smart investment that I feel like has changed the game for us. So here in our office, I keep face wipes, face oil, moisturizer, and deodorant. And I will do a like four minute quick change. I'll put on new earrings. I will put on a necklace and I will change my watch band from my black sporty watch band to my gold watch band. The whole thing takes me about four minutes. But instead... I don't feel like, oh, I just came from a workout and I'm crazy all day. I feel kind of cute. I feel a little bit put together and I feel awake and alive to my life. And all of that is just because I said like, hey, how do, what do I want? Well, if I'm already going to be here, if I'm going to be doing hard things, if I'm going to be working, you know, a solid 40 plus hours a week and sometimes early in the morning and sometimes late at night, how do I want to feel when I show up to that? Mm-hmm. But also, I want to give you another example of this. I know I've shared this on the Go and Tell Gals podcast, but on the far opposite end of the spectrum. This would be from like my stay at home mom season. I've shared this in the past that when I really started to fight postpartum depression and take some authority and freedom in my own life, one way that I just took care of myself is that I kept fresh limes in the house Mm -hmm. and I would slice fresh limes and put them in my sparkling water. I'd get the plain sparkling water instead of the lime sparkling water. And I would just squeeze a little fresh lime in there. How much is the sparkling water? I mean, I would get the off brand. They were like 10 cents. How much is a lime? 30 cents. But just that one small little thing, just showing myself like, Hey, you matter. Mm -hmm. This is okay. It's okay to just enjoy this moment while you do this very hard thing of being a stay at home mom, change the game for me. Yeah. So I want to ask, what do you want? 
And I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going to say, is there anything you want this week? It's such a big week, but is there anything you're, I mean, first of all, it's one of the last weeks that you're not going to have a baby. It is the last (laughs) week you're going to be in the go and tell girls office. So is there anything that you're like, you know what? I want this. Something that I have already communicated to my husband, because also as a little preface or after this, (laughs) not Mm -hmm. the word is. (laughs) (laughs) But with all of these questions, it is also important that if someone else could potentially be involved to communicate these things to that person because people are not mind readers and you don't want to leave feeling frustrated with someone else or, you know, being, being a little short towards them. So something that I have communicated toward with, to my husband is that I want to have a really nice date night before our baby comes. I love that. Yeah. Just a one last, we know that our lives are not over when she is 100%, here. A hundred percent. But you need one gonna, great date. Yeah, yes. To yeah. kind of mark mark the season. And I love that. All that. So we are making a reservation at a, at a nice restaurant. Love. And just having like time set away that we are preparing for. Yeah. To just be able to, you know, connect one last time before our life changes for a minute. Yeah. So that's one big thing. I love that. Another thing that I have found myself wanting is, I guess it kind of goes in with margin, but just maintaining some of the rhythms that I already have that are easy to like go to the wayside. So for example, I have been very adamant about making myself a morning smoothie. That is just something that I do. And some days if I'm running late, I don't do it and I'll grab like a bar out the door. Yeah. And those days I just don't feel as put together. I yeah. just don't feel as ready. Yeah. Where when I take the time to put my banana and spinach and everything else and blend it all up and drink it on my way to work, it just like, it makes me feel more ready and more like prepped for the day that I have ahead. Yeah. And so for me, it's, it's really just like taking the time and... I don't know. Yeah. I guess just taking the time to do that for yeah. myself. The minutes feel like they could be filled with so many different things right now. Like I'm, I'm kind of at a point where I feel like, oh, I should be sanitizing bottles and washing baby laundry and doing these umpteen other things on my task list. Yeah. But it's, it's about like setting that aside and knowing yeah. like you need time for you to like feel these things too. A hundred percent. I love that so much. So, and I feel like you brought up a really great point that all of these questions how do you want to feel this when this is over? How do you want other people to feel? What do you need and what do you want? All of these are great questions that you can ask in community. Yes. And all of these are great questions you can ask other people. Yes. You know? Yeah. Especially like people who you're doing life with, whether yeah. that is a spouse, a friend, a roommate, whoever that is, if if it is potentially going to like affect them, affect their their schedule, or you want to invite them into it with you. Yeah. If you're going to potentially have expectations about something, yep. like it's healthy and very fair to them to ask them these questions. A hundred percent. Love that so much. Okay. I want to just hit a few little like preparation hacks. I don't even know that these are great hacks. I mean, I don't, I don't super know what a life hack is, I guess. I don't know. I feel like is I say it a, a lot. Is like, everything a is hack? anything? I, I know. I'm always like <laughs> life hack. And then I'm like, I don't know. That wasn't, that wasn't it really. (laughs) It's the word we'll use. I'm trying to think of the one I most recently told you guys. Oh, this is an example of question number four. What do you want? That I realized that I love running to my yoga class and I bought a running vest. And I feel like I remember I was like, this is such a hack. I bought a running vest so I can put my yoga towel in it and my phone in it and all my little things in it. 
And then I go to my yoga class and I walk back, but it, it wasn't a hack. It was like an emotional hack. It just made me so happy. Yeah. It made me so happy to take that time with God and myself, yeah. you know, once a week. Okay. I just want to encourage you to think about standard places and rhythms where you notice I wish I had prepped here. This is an example that always comes up on our family and I love encouraging other moms with. Today is April 18th. We're recording this on April 18th. Last night was April 17th. And my family had our first meeting about the summer. To be honest with you, it was too late. And here's why. Because then I went to go start finding camps for my 10-year-old and all of the ones he wanted to do this summer are full. Mm. We really should have had our summer meeting in February. But again, I've got the three teenagers who don't need camps. So my head wasn't at the game. You know what I'm saying? And now I got to go back and get my head in the game for the 10-year-old. But we just had our kind of like normal spring family meeting. Every family I know who has multiple kids and specifically school-age kids, May is the craziest month of the year. And so with my entire family, with my 10-year-old, my 15-year-old, my 16-year-old, and my 14-year-old, and my husband, I airplayed my calendar onto the TV and we went through the month of May day by day by day. And we just talked about it. And like expectations and here's what's going to happen and here's who has a party and here's who has a concert and this is when I have to travel for work. Let's just talk about it all. So that's a kind of a standard rhythm that comes up. But I want to encourage you to think about certain supplies that you could keep in certain places or certain like triggers of you like always notice I always need this. Mine that I would give as an example is that I always want gum right after the sermon at church because I'm very concerned about my breath when I pray for people. And I've had like four cups of coffee and communion. None of that aids my breath in the slightest. <laughs> and so then somebody comes up for prayer and I'm like in their face and I feel insecure about it. So I started thinking like, I've got to do better at always having gum for me right after. So now what Nick and I will do is depending on whoever is teaching, while the other person is teaching, we either put a gum, a piece of gum or a mint on their chair. So when you walk back to the chair, you don't even have to do the awkward open the gum thing. It's just on your chair for you. But just, yeah, think through certain rhythms of scheduling and places where you are like, I need some prep here. I notice yeah. this keeps coming up for me. Yeah. And then here's my final encouragement. At some point, the preparation has to be over and you got to live. So if you're anything like me and you could maybe over prepare for things, maybe, maybe <laughs> remember, not, not me. I don't, <laughs> I don't think through every day 17 times over. Sometimes, if you're like me, sometimes we also just got to live. And we also have to make mistakes and go scared and go a little unsure and collect the data and try again next time. Yeah. So if you have not already, sign up for our free webinar on May 1st. You can find it at the link in any of our social media profiles or here in the show notes, wherever you're listening to the podcast. It's free. We're going to talk about specifically what it looks like to plan your day, your week. I'm going to show you how I do it on my iPad, how I do it on my phone, how I do it on my computer. We're going to take it too far. And we'd love to have you there. Do you feel prepared for today, Anna? I think I do. You want to know why? Because why? yesterday we put together an agenda for the whole day. We did. So I very much feel prepared <laughs> for today. I know what to expect and what's Me too. coming. I love an agenda. <laughs> All right. We love you, friends. We're so proud of you. God is mighty in you. Let's go.
Thanks for joining us for today's podcast episode. If you have a minute, we would be so blessed if you would take a minute to leave a review wherever you've listened to this podcast. You're also welcome and encouraged to share this on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you use social media. We'd also love to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or send us a message on Facebook. Shoot us an email. We love to connect with you to hear how we can encourage you and further equip you. God is mighty in you. Let's keep going.